Disclaimer, this episode might be a bit more offensive than what you're used to. If anything we say sounds ignorant, please leave a comment. We'd like to hear the feedback. Salutations. Thanks for listening to The Last Input Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Connor, and I'll be joined by my co-host, Jesse, as we talk about Kobe Bryant, the coronavirus, Moronision news, and comedian controversy, specifically about Ari Shafir. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. Oh, now? Hi. Hi, guys. This is your co-host, Jesse. Restart that. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh... (laughs) Hey, guys. Uh, This is your co-host, Jesse. And Connor. Welcome to the Last Input Podcast. Before we get started, I wanted to say... What? uh, Make sure you follow our Twitter. Yes. Instagram, Facebook. Yes, yes, yes. YouTube. Mm -hmm. And also share this week's episode. We got a lot to talk about. Yeah, Jesse. we do. First thing I want to talk about is about how I'm fucking tired I am. <laughs> I'm fucking so tired, why are, dude. Why are you tired, Jesse? I, I, I went to the gym before I came I, I came back over here. And uh, shit. It's been a while since I've been at the gym. Mm-hmm. Or at least consistently. Yeah. And I'm fucking tired. I've gotten weak as shit. Yeah, I, I know. I don't know what it is about <laughs> gyms. Oh, okay. I just got that. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't know what it is about gyms. But every time after a workout, I feel fatter. Why is that? Why do you feel fatter? I think it's mainly because like I'm you gaining, feel heavier. I feel heavier, mm. um, mainly because like I'm pretty sure just like I'm gaining more muscle. Yeah, which is good, but it's mainly under my fat. Right. So I you got to do more running, man. Yeah, I've been doing a lot more weight training, so I need to like run. Yeah, cut down. It's hard because like I need to. I'm my goal. I reached my goal for like my weight like last year, mm-hmm. uh, but now I'm just trying to. Maintain, maintain, uh, cut, lose the fat, replace with muscle, and but to be able to stay under two hundred, that's mm. gonna be fucking hard. And plus, it's harder because I'm I'm trying to do like a meet like sometime ne- around the end of the year, so <laughs> it's gonna be fucking hard. Yeah, to uh, keep that. That sounds pretty challenging. Mm-hmm. I was gonna ask or say, uh, fuck, lost my train of thought. <laughs> so Jim? we're not we're just not gonna okay bring that up. <laughs> But, uh, yo, did you have been following the coronavirus? Sort of, not too extensively. Yeah. But I've been seeing the memes. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing the, uh, <laughs> there was an outbreak in Southern California mm-hmm. recently. I know it's all over. Yeah. But, uh, the one I heard was in California. Yeah. I think there was one in Texas, too. I know but... <clears throat> now the death rate has gotten up to like a little over 200. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's everywhere, mm-hmm. not just China. Yeah, no, no, yeah, it's it's uh, spread around yeah. the world now, and small doses, but... I saw this fucking meme where it's actually, we're drinking Corona right now. Yeah. I saw this meme where it's like, it was the coronavirus, mm-hmm. uh, like the bottle of it, the picture of it, yeah. and then you got like a bunch of Hennekens, like <laughs> all together with a fucking mask. <laughs> That's great. Hennekens yeah, I... is an Asian drink. And I'm pretty sure everybody has known about this specific one, but the where uh, Ground Zero, where the outbreak happened, there was a medical research facility that in China that has the insignia of Umbrella Corporation from Resident Evil. <laughs> from Resident Evil. <laughs> I heard that. And some people are like, oh my god, these people created the coronavirus. Dude, people who's, who's, this is how it starts. This people is actually connecting that conspiracy where Resident Evil was somehow connected to well, the yeah. coronavirus. And then it's also the same with the Kobe thing, how they say that the Illuminati killed them pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I've been hearing that too. I mean, I, I don't think there have been an extensive investigations mm-hmm. about like the helicopter stuff. Yeah. And how it, it could be foul play, but I mean, I don't, I don't think it's foul play. <laughs> I just think it was a, a freak occurrence. Oh yeah. Uh, I made a joke about that at work today about oh Kobe. Oh my god! Like, I threw, I threw a like trash in the trash can mm-hmm. <laughs> to my coworker Marcella, and he is a big sports fan and a Lakers fan, and I was like. <laughs> I threw and I and I threw it in the the trash can. Mm-hmm. I said, "Oh yeah!" And he said, "Oh, what what are you cheering for?" I was like, 
Kobe showed up. <laughs> and I was like, oh, too soon. He's like, too, well, yeah, to be bitch, fair, too soon. To be fair, I made that joke to you when you told me you about did, it. You don't, did. I'm not going to say it. Don't say it. No, I won't. I it's won't. pretty fucking bad. I don't think it's too soon because one specific reason, and it might sound a little harsh, I didn't know Kobe. So I'm, I, I have that. I have some free reign to I, joke I about that. Like, I mean, I'm not a huge, I used to be into basketball a lot, and mm-hmm. my family's like into sports a lot. So I... Not, I grew up like around the whole Kobe thing. That right. Wasn't, like, Some people cried. Like yeah. Marcella. It's my, pretty, my coworker yeah, cried. It's pretty sad. Uh, but, you know, I, I, th- I thought it was more sadder, honestly, when I heard that his daughter died too. Yeah, that was more heartbreaking just because even though he, it's sad that all people involved died. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he had his daughter with him. And then I also saw on Twitter a interview of him talking about why he decided to use a helicopter for traveling mm-hmm. did you see that or no no i basically he was just saying that because la traffic is so bad mm-hmm. he'll um he, he he really wanted to take his kids to school so what he would do is before taking them or picking them up i mean mm-hmm. he would take the helicopter to his uh training center yeah train for like a couple hours then come home and drive his car to his children's school mm-hmm. and he was saying like how he really wanted he he would he really adamantly wanted to do that because he doesn't get to see him too often yeah I get so that. any chance he gets and i was like oh that's sad really <laughs> that's sad. really fucking mm-hmm. sad but yeah it's it, it, it's sad what happened to kobe but yeah i mean know, what can you do what can you do there's nothing you can, you can do all we can do is like mourn and praise what the time that he's been here yeah. it, it's crazy though that one of the greats like him is just gone. Like, oh yeah, people who are that famous, which is interesting to think about because we idolize people like him a lot, and when they're gone, it's so shocking, <laughs> like really shocking mm-hmm. to people who don't even know him but know of him from watching him and just it's it's like if. Tom Cruise died, mm-hmm. or whoever else, even Donald Trump, but people would be happy about that. Honestly, you know, um, what? I, I mean, I get why people are crying for him, even though they didn't. Oh yeah, because I, mean, like, he was a good I cried dude. for Stan Lee. Yeah, that was sad. I fucking when he I, when he died, I was teary when Christopher yeah. Lee died. Yeah, like that man was a sweet old man. God. Do you do you remember Christina Grimmie? You've talked about her yeah. before. I God, I. So she she was the one who got killed by a supposed like crazy mm-hmm. fan. It was like right after the Flo- gay sh- club in Florida shooting. Yeah, yeah. It was in the same place too in Florida. And right. Oh my god. god it's, it was sad. Like when I honestly when I heard about that, I felt sad mm-hmm. because like I used to watch her videos a lot. Right. I loved her music. I thought she was a great singer. So when I I didn't hear about her until like the the news broke out about yeah. her dying. Mm-hmm. And yeah, when I heard about it, I was just. I was shocked. I can't believe that actually happened. Psycho fan, man. Reminds me of uh, crazy, crazy stalkers. Someone that you know personally. Speaking of uh, YouTubers and crazy people, there's some... I want to update some real quick. So Chris Hansen, a couple days ago, released a video on his channel. And he was basically talking to the the sheriff of the town Mm -hmm. that Onision's in. And you brought up something also that the FBI is involved. Yes, the FBI they're is involved. involved. With, the t- with the town police, and now they're working together mm-hmm. trying to build a case. And Chris Hansen interviewed one of the uh, women that mm-hmm. Onision and Kai were affiliated with. Yeah. Mainly Kai. Onision basically was just like to this woman. Mm-hmm. You can uh, have a relationship with Kai. I don't yeah. care. And she didn't want a relationship. Well, she might have with Onision, but her and Kai had like a thing for a little bit. Yeah. And Kai just dropped her out of nowhere because that's just apparently the behavior they've exhibited. Yeah. Once you are not of use, either emotionally or physically, you're dropped. Yeah, I know there was some sort of like love triangle thing where like Kai was with this, uh, this other girl. I'm not sure if it's the same person you're talking about. No. It's with this other before you continue, mm-hmm. this is with dozens of people. Like, uh, okay, okay. There are dozens of victims okay. of both Kai and Onision. Yeah, okay. From Australia, even. Oh, God. 
but there was a this love triangle thing where like Kai was actually supposed to like whip someone. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if it was like just sexually or just or also emotionally. Both. <laughs> yeah, and uh, basically they were living with Onision. And yeah. Onision started like supposedly kissing and making out with uh, Kai's girl. Right. And Kai got upset about it supposedly and like that she was doing that with him mm-hmm. and she, I think Kai was more upset at her than at Onision. Right. Uh, so that was a whole fucking thing, apparently. Yeah, um, apparently, and just for people to know, mm-hmm. I mean, with all these people that they're affiliated with, and the reason why the FBI are investigating, and yeah. so are the town police, is because at the time, these women were, and possibly some guys, mm-hmm. were underage. They were like 15, 16, and 17. Yeah. And while Kai was 18, married with Onision, um, some of them were underage while they were still communicating. Uh-huh. So both of them are th- possibly in hot water. Both of them could be incarcerated. So it's not yeah. just Onision. It's, it's both. both. It's Kai. Yeah. She's not just an accomplice or an accessory. Mm-hmm. She is Part an of actual, uh, what is it? Uh, I, don't, I, don't uh, know. I don't know the word for it either. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm not a cop. <laughs> they are both. Uh, they're gonna. They're, honestly, the the with F- FBI is involved. Yeah. At this point, they're done. The way it's going, I yeah, would, I would agree with that. And you know, it's a good thing. It's a good thing yeah. because I mean, Onision's always been a piece of shit. You know, uh, fucking yesterday, I was just going going through YouTube and I saw like I'm still follow uh, real quick. I still follow Onision on YouTube just because. Yeah. Um. But he was posting a bunch of YouTube videos like all at once, like from a span of three out three hours. But it was like twenty videos, ten Jesus or twenty videos. Christ. He's still uploading a lot. Yeah, and he was talking about the same thing, but it's like each that, one's ten minute videos. The video I watched that Chris Hansen released, he talked about that too. To the I forget, I need to look up her name because uh, he talked to her for like twenty minutes mm-hmm. in the video. But he basically said that he was shocked that youtube was allowing these uploads knowing full well that uh, the evidence and the trial he's under he's going to be uh, a part of yeah and he, <laughs> he was saying isn't this a little strange that youtube is allowing this uh, greg to mm-hmm. upload and consistently he's, i guess terrorize yeah. in a way people and advertising I don't, I just, innocence I, quote unquote i really don't get what, how he, he's still uploading maybe he's not monetized anymore but no st- he he has to be monetized okay but the fact that in general he's uploading able to upload yeah. on his channel is bizarre because you get people who literally just talk about certain youtubers mm-hmm. that get their videos demonetized yeah. or banned and it fucking boggles my mind because it you compare these people who actually put out content that is enjoyable to watch versus mm-hmm. Onision's, which is literally just gossip and drama that mm-hmm. he posts. It doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> YouTube, what the fuck is wrong with you? He like he's like banned off of like almost every other site except YouTube. Yeah, pretty much. YouTube is his only platform, mm-hmm. and it's just maybe it's because of how long he's been on there, which is why they're still obligated they, or they feel obligated. But still, yeah, it's it's strange. They did that to older YouTubers too. Yeah, you know? they did. I mean, they have done that. For fucking years now. Yeah. And not to Onision. What is, what is he sucking someone's dick at oh, YouTube? I don't fucking know. That dude lives in where? He's, he lives in Ohio? No, no, no. Onision at the time lived in Washington State. Onision living address. Address. His, nice, yeah, nice his address is, is posted online, isn't it? Yeah. He lives in Gig Harbor, Washington. Washington. Yeah, he lives in Washington State. Oh, okay. So, um, I think he would travel to like Hollywood every now and then yeah. to collab. Um, to collab, yeah. but he, um, co- he collabs with who? Well, with Seer at the time, he collabed. Th- with yeah, him. that's true. And there were other and Shane. Yeah, and Shane. But there were also like other minor YouTubers. I forget who it was because I watched the video a while ago. He did a couple of videos with a. But, uh, well, he YouTubers. did. He did one where he hired YouTubers, and they complained about working with him because he was 
literally scrutinizing like everything that they were mm-hmm. doing, basically saying like judging every little setup. Yeah. Like lighting. He was like, he was saying, this isn't some high budget feature. I don't know why you're doing all this lighting. And the guy was pretty fed up with it. Yeah. <laughs> Shared his story, but just another Onision dickhead yeah. moment. But fucking, okay. he has, doesn't he have his own like feature film movie? Like he didn't he make a movie? Not that I know of. And was... he he released a book. Yeah, I know that. And uh, that did terribly. And it is shit. Don't buy it, please. Don't support. Please Onision. don't buy it. Don't support him in any any capacity. Mm-hmm. This man does not deserve it in any capacity. Uh, At all. God, I brought up uh, Ohio, but have you seen the Dave Chappelle Stick and Stone uh, uh, Netflix show? No, I have not followed Dave Chappelle throughout my years of watching comedians. I, I just I, wa- he is a genius. He's a, though. like he's one of the hilarious. best. He's one of the best com- comedic minds mm-hmm. ever. <laughs> he, I, I was watching, and he he made this joke about Ohio and being like. Ohio is a is actually a word for Native Americans. It means uh, white trash, um, broke people. <laughs> it also means uh, good morning. I think in Japan. Does it Japanese, really? Japanese, yeah. It's like Ohio. Yeah. Oh my God, I was watching. His, he goes hard in that fucking shit. Like mm-hmm. he, he went on after abortion, after like oh, black people, Asian people, white people. <laughs> Yeah, he, he doesn't pull after, punches. Yeah, he fucking went all out. Like he he went after gay people too. And he was in and granted, I wasn't a big fan of this movie. He was in A Star Is Born with Bradley Cooper. What? I watched that, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was in it, and he was like uh, Bradley Cooper's friend. He can act. The dude yeah. can act. I, I'm not. I, I don't. I'm pretty sure he could act pretty well. Like he does a lot. Of Dave Chappelle skits. acts, and well. He should be in serious roles too. Cause, oh yeah, and this is always an argument that I've had. A lot of comedians can do like really serious roles. They well. and the reason why is because of the skits. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes in those skits you actually have to act seriously. Yeah. But the tone is obviously way off. Mm-hmm. But it's how you act, and they can. They're in some ways more diverse, mm-hmm. and have so much range versus like actor that does a drama or dramas only yeah but like yeah he should be in more, <laughs> more uh, him and bill burr bill and um what's his fucking name uh, whatever <laughs> I, I can't fucking remember i'm buzzed i don't really follow that many comedians i mainly only follow yeah bill burr bo burnham um, i like him he's not bad yeah he's he gets tired for me though I get that. He only he really doesn't do like setups. He he does a, he only did like two specials on Netflix. Right. It's on, it's on Netflix now, mm-hmm. and he doesn't really do standups anymore. He made the movie Eighth Grade. Oh yeah, yeah. He did He's a pretty that. good. He was it was pretty good. Not bad. He's yeah. tall as fuck. He's too. tall as fuck. <laughs> He's from YouTube too. He's a giant. Mm-hmm. But um yeah no I I've I followed like uh, Bill Burr. I followed even fucking at times Jerry Seinfeld. Mm. Although that guy is insecure, I think. But I've also, <laughs> I've, yeah, I've also followed you know like Louis C.K. Yeah, I followed uh, Jeff Ross, the guy who roasts. He his, he's known for roasting. Mm. And recently, I've been watching celebrity roasts because. Have just... you been following Louis C.K. still? Who Louis C.K. He, yeah. The last news I heard was like months ago yeah. about him for his first performance in a while yeah from, from he, the still, controversy. he still does some, some he shows he still does shows but people were <laughs> people were offended by his yeah. show from coming back mm-hmm. from all that news about him and how <laughs> at this point his show is literally just his newer shows are just like fucking out there like he doesn't give a fuck yeah anymore. but people are criticizing it and it's puzzling to me because that's always been Louis C.K. for one. Mm-hmm. And two, the argument, which is actually our second topic, mm-hmm. how people ostracize and are basically trying to ruin comedians' careers yeah. because of the jokes that they're telling. People were upset about the Dave Chappelle Sticks and Stones. Yeah, they're, they're mad about that. They're always mad at Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. And then Ari Shafir, who is... Uh, I think some of it's warranted with Ari Shafir. I told you about him before yeah. we recorded this. But for anybody who doesn't know, 
Ari Shafir is a comedian, a Jewish comedian who's mm-hmm. been around for for decades now, yeah. as long as Joe Rogan and him and he's been on Joe Rogan's podcast mm-hmm. a couple times or a few times, and talk about the the realm of uh, comedy in general yeah. and how people are always holding comedians under a fucking microscope yeah. because of what they say, and. He his recent jokes were on Twitter about him talking about Kobe Bryant and mm-hmm. how basically I'll read off what I said um, or what he said. Ari He made a joke about Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant died 23 years too late today. He got away with rape because all the Hollywood liberals who attacked comedy enjoy rooting for the Lakers more than they dislike rape. Big ups to the hero who forget who forgot to gas up God damn it. Who forgot to gas up his chopper. I hate the Lakers. What a day. <laughs> Hashtag fuck the Lakers. Fuck. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's some uh, That's harsh. It's pretty harsh fucking stuff. harsh. Like, was he like uh, uh, accused of rape? Kobe? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was. Um, that aside, um, Ari Shafir is now being... He, he is removed from the comedy, comedy club mm-hmm. that he uh, performs at regularly. And people are <laughs> now ostracizing him, but saying that his career is over and that he's like racist and all this stuff. And while i think and i told you this earlier while i think there's a time and place for mm-hmm. what you tell and the, the current times i wouldn't if i if 9-11 happened right now i wouldn't be telling a joke yeah. five minutes after but at the same time he's known for doing stuff like this mm-hmm. all the fucking time he's known for talking about celebrity deaths mm-hmm. he's known for talking about um all these controversial things yeah. around these figures and the fact that he is being fired, yeah, to me is a little ridiculous. I mean, a little, a little. Now, I, I, I fully understand why people are mad about it because mm. it's very, it's very, it's very fresh. Uh, it's I, but like I said earlier about how I didn't personally know Kobe. Yeah, maybe he didn't either. And while that still doesn't fully justify what he said, mm-hmm. at the same time. I don't think he should be fully judged only because of that. Because he's done this a hundred times. He's done this before. Uh, he, people, doesn't, he probably doesn't know Kobe for personally. People still do it uh, a lot of times with Michael Jackson. Well, yeah, they yeah. do about with Michael Jackson. They make jokes about nine eleven, mm-hmm. Martin Luther King. Like they do like, slavery. Like yeah. it's, it's it's just him being a comedian. And yeah. I think mainly I just think it's him trying to maintain relevancy yeah. and, was he, and popularity yeah. which is was why he, he does it. okay I got a question was he serious about that I mean I think, I'm pretty sure like part of it is him being serious but was he serious when he tweeted that out I don't think so I mean I just think it's him trying to be outrageous yeah now his motivation behind it is something I wouldn't I don't know but mm-hmm. I personally don't see it as that okay but i mean you never you never know but now he's always trying to talk about it he's trying to say like no this isn't um it was really what was it he said something earlier like uh, really bad timing really really bad timing yeah and he keeps talking about it too which is like come on man i think you're in hot water enough you're just kind of like he says every time a beloved sorry Every time a beloved celebrity dies, I post some horrible shit about them. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it for years now. I like destroying gods. And right when a famous person dies, they're at their most worshipped. So as a response to all the outpouring of sympathy on social media, I post something vile. It's just a joke. I don't really hate any of the people. Which I think is warranted in some mm-hmm. way because, I mean, obviously he doesn't hate Kobe. Yeah. But... Just like celebrity roasts, when they bring up the subjects and somebody talks about mm-hmm. the person's controversial past that has been put on the news, yeah. he brought up something about Kobe, which, sure, trivializing his death is not very respectful. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you compare Ari Shafir's 
offensive jokes to the suave of people who are basically paying their respects. Mm-hmm. It kind of, I wouldn't even say balances yeah. because you get this uh, inordinate, not inordinate, an abundant amount mm-hmm. of sympathy. And then him saying he was a rapist. Yeah. <laughs> it's Do like, you think, eh. you think he was a, okay i got a question uh so i got tiktok now yeah i've been no, seeing a lot of fucking weebs you fucking pleb shut the fuck up <laughs> uh but there's been a lot of memes and like videos of about kobe's death already like it was yeah. like right after his death so but you think <gasps> oh no, no. <laughs> oh. gavin free over here <laughs> his uh bottle of beer just started foaming up Okay, I was, just, I was trying to say you're the new Gavin. Fuck. <laughs> well, you've been Gavin. What are you talking? What am I talking Fuck about? Fuck you. <laughs> uh, but do you think it's too soon for people to make memes already about his death? Like because it's a lot. It's a lot. In this day and age of internet culture, mm-hmm. I do not. Only because of internet culture. Yeah. Now, would I personally do it? No. But I expect it because it's happening. And so, do I think it's warranted completely? Mm-hmm. I personally would say give it a give it a while yeah. before I'm, it happens. I mean, people are making or before you start making fun. But you know, people are people, and people are making jokes about the coronavirus. And yeah. Oh yeah, the, and just a fire in Australia. Well, in general, it's people. The reason why people do it is because it's a way of coping. Yeah. It was the same with World War Three. Mm-hmm. People were freaking out about World War Three. What do they do? They make jokes because mm-hmm. that's a way to like feel better. That's a way to like, oh well, uh, I'm scared. Yeah, but this is funny to say, and I don't want to think about going to war. <laughs> so it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's. I mean, uh, back to this whole thing. Uh, I believe you can make joke about anything. If it's a joke, me too. It's it's different. Uh, because nowadays it's really hard to say what you want, what you want to say. Like I get why people are like more sensitive about this, about certain words you can't say. Yeah. I get it, but there's a difference between like I uh, just saying it and there's the jokes. I had a thought about this earlier, um, about this topic that um, when people tell offensive jokes mm-hmm. when they just tell jokes about just and a lot of jokes are offensive mm-hmm. um i think if you're telling it and this is for anybody who is literally trying to tell a joke there's mm-hmm. a difference between a tasteful joke and a tasteless joke yeah um if your joke is somewhat creative or somewhat just not derivative mm-hmm. or at all um easy yeah i think it's fine to tell yeah and those easy jokes are also funny <laughs> to me but at the same time it, like i said earlier there's a time and place for everything yeah. now with I, I i think the stuff with ari shafir and just people who it's specifically with the outrage culture mm-hmm. in a specific topic of a tragic event that happened mm-hmm. Um, I personally would not get upset that people make jokes an hour mm-hmm. after it happens, but, um, do I think they should do it? No, no, not at all. But you see people in the comedy world, comedians who are getting, you know, their careers ruined mm-hmm. by the jokes they tell. And it's puzzling because even though we are in an age where it's becoming more um inclusive yeah more more um accepting and tolerant we 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 kind of seem or at least a lot of people seem mm-hmm. to feel very offended because it personally affects them yeah and that's okay sure they tell a joke but the basis of jokes mm-hmm. in general are to Make fun of it. In make, sense. Well, make fun and to cause some type of either controversy or yeah. discussion. Yeah. And uh, Dave, you know, actually going back to Dave Chappelle, he made this joke on Six and Stones, basically yeah. saying like he. It's basically his statement, and but it's a very similar statement to what Idub said is that like how come he can say the n word, yeah, but can't say the word faggot. Yeah. I, I, like literally, what I just did right now, 
I said faggot. Yeah, you said the I word. I feel uncomfortable still kind of saying the N-word. Right. I can, I say it, the faggot, even though it's still a very bad word, but I'm using it with context, maybe. Yeah. Uh, basically just explaining it. Right. But I feel weird just ha- I have to explain and that's, it. And that's important, too. Mm-hmm. I think the context matters. Yeah. And some people do not think that. Yeah. Or they don't believe that that uh, matters just because you say the word. Mm-hmm. But I say that's bullshit because yeah. context matters a fuck ton. Like, if you read, like, a Huckleberry, uh, yeah, a Huckleberry that, book. Yeah, and that's what Idubs explained to you. Yeah. If you read Huckleberry Finn, I mean, Nigger Jim is in that book. <laughs> it's just all over. Now, I wouldn't, if I were the teacher, I wouldn't teach them to read that book only because there's thousands of other books that are yeah. better. That are way better. Um, but would I ostracize a teacher... Would I vilify anybody no. who teaches that to their students? No. And I wouldn't vilify the author either mm-hmm. because it's a part of a story. Yeah. And who knows if... Uh, I don't know if the author actually felt this way about black people mm-hmm. or not. But in the end, it's still a story. It's not... Yeah. This is the opinion mm-hmm. that has been stated it's literally just what's in the story and they might call him that and sure it's ridiculous yeah. like i would but... i would never ever say it to as a as a, a curse word to anyone or no. just uh no a, a, to being rude to anyone i would never say it like that no I, i'm just saying I, if i say the word ever i'd probably be just like repeating someone else yeah or just honestly probably making a joke just that's it right exactly and i i get why people was like uh Offended by these words, but it's still like they're racial slurs, and they're really fucked up, like offensive words. But right. they're still, in a sense, just words. They're just it's words. It's really just how you how yourself's gonna take it. It's how you take it, and like we said, context is so important. Mm-hmm. It's key to what is being mm-hmm. told. Like my favorite, <laughs> my favorite cuss word is the word cunt. I love. I, I love, love that word. I love saying the word. I'm sorry if you guys, if I'm offending anyone yeah. because I kind of I asked my friend, I tell you who it is later. I asked her this like, um, do you have do you feel uncomfortable when I say the word cunt? And she said yes. It's derogatory. It's offensive yeah. to me. And I told her like, uh, I, I'm sorry, but I love the word so much. I'm probably gonna keep on saying it. Yeah. I care for you. You're my friend, but. I still like saying the word cunt. It's a fun <laughs> word to say. I'm sorry. Oh, it's a fun word to say. Oh my god. We're gonna have but, to yeah, okay, label just, this podcast explicit. Yeah, I'm not saying like it's not a bad word to say. I get it's offensive. I just yeah, I say Well, you've I, called I, I me that it, word. Yeah. I don't know I, how I, many I, times. <laughs> and I've never taken it, it. Then again, I do think that it is different mm-hmm. when you're uh, like the certain words do affect certain men, men and people. women differently. Yes, it's very different. So I understand that like, they would probably feel uncomfortable. I'll, yes, I would never say it to, uh, 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 I guess, a woman in a rude manner. No, yeah. And even if... And well, plus, anytime you say it, I yeah. know for a fact. It's, it's, it's a joke. It's a joke. I'm never like You're saying it to be funny. It. Yeah. And that's why, I mean, whenever I say, and this isn't even as harsh, but like asshole or dickhead or, or bitch. Mm-hmm. And even then, that is has negative connotations towards like, women or they feel that way because mm-hmm. why are you say, labeling these specific words um as such a low standard sp- specifically towards women mm-hmm. and i understand why they would feel that way because i mean we use words like pussy and, mm-hmm. and uh bitch to label <laughs> as weak or at least that's the implication of those words mm-hmm. but i mean I don't think that that's truly in. To be fair, I might cut this part out. Yeah. Um. I would need to look more into it to debate it further. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it is. What I'd have said. The words only matter if you give them the power. Yeah. Like the matter. word. The word cut. I say it so much. To the point where it means nothing to me. Right. And when I, I would never say the N word because it, it still mean have some meaning to me. Sure. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not even black. Yeah, I, I won't ever say it 
you know, uh, just towards people. Mm-hmm. But I always, I would always say to what uh, the uh, racial slur spick or gook <laughs> or chink because <laughs> I'm a spit, I'm a, I'm a spick and a chink. Yeah, I'm a I, gook. Yeah, you're a gook. And you know, isn't a gook like a Korean term is like soup? I don't think so. But I mean, there's also zipper head. Zipper head, yeah. also rice monkey. Like, why is... <laughs> why? Okay, fuck. <laughs> why is the... I guess zipper head's not as bad as the N-word because zipper no, head's used no, no. as... Zipper head's used a lot. And it's a, it's a real, like, thing that happened to like, Asian, Asian people where they got ran over by Well, trains. it's also the same with, like, a... Oh, man porch monkey and oh my god yeah i feel that's what that one's fuck? bad that, <laughs> that one's bad, bad. <laughs> but again it's why we put at these certain words at such a, a high standard standard and these other words like fuck or bitch at such a low well, yeah we put cuss words at a lower standard than we do with these racial slurs yeah. and but, there are historical uh what is it the, the historical i guess backing Mm -hmm. as to why it is so palpable or strong Mm -hmm. when people say them but you can always tell when Mm -hmm. someone's being serious or not about these words yeah when you if you say like all right you fucking cunt yeah yeah that's that's fucking tone matters context matters like if you just called someone the n-word off the street with the hard r Obviously, that's like mm, you're you're probably a racist man, mm-hmm. and it, it's what they say and and how they act towards the person yeah. they're saying it to. But man, I'm the fact that I'm, people. I'm so scared from my other friends here. This fucking podcast yeah, now is like <laughs> I know it's it's yeah. None of what we're. I mean, but honestly, that, I don't know. That's it, the thing, though. I, it's I a messy feel, conversation. I shouldn't feel scared about just saying these. Exactly. No one I'm should. Talking about it. I'm just debating about it. Giving my. But opinion. you brought up Dave Chappelle and how he was one. Yeah. And sure, his stand up is a stand up. You should take everything as a joke. Yeah. But at the same time, what him and Bill Burr do and other um, comedians. Si- uh, what is it? Uh, observational comedians mm-hmm. do is they dissect what is happening. Um, in our society mm-hmm. and what is said and specifically about stuff like racial slurs yeah. and offensive jokes in general. He made a joke about that guy uh, Jesse Smollett. Have you heard of him? Yes, I have. The fucking dude from Empire where he yeah. lied about the, uh, getting uh, hit or uh, beat up by like white person. White, white MAGA, MAGA people. Yes, yeah. They were wearing MAGA hats. Right. They called him inward Hits. It's people like him, and it's it's on both sides. Yeah. But it's people like him that make things worse. Yeah, for for everybody else. Like it's not making anything better. No, it's not. It's they they're using like a serious thing to gain. He was using the serious subject trying to gain to fame. gain fame and more money. Yeah, and that's what Ari Shafir did. That's what mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle does. Yeah, I mean these comedians are meant to do these things. The fact that they everything is being held under scrutiny. Everything is being observed Mm -hmm. when they're telling jokes Mm -hmm. i would understand if they talked about people negatively in certain Mm -hmm. interviews but i mean the fact that they like because (laughs) you make fun of the military or the fact that you make fun of gay people Mm -hmm. it's to me all in good fun Mm -hmm. i don't see it as i mean like I said, you know when somebody's being serious or not. Yeah. And some people consider jokes as a... Because they talk about serious topics for sure, but it's, again, it's jokes. They're it's, not, it's jokes. It's their, it's their statement of the whole thing, of their opinion on it, but they turn it around to make it a more funny or hilarious. Relatable. Yeah, relatable. And honestly, I mean, the reason why some people even follow these comedians is because it, it somewhat resonates. Yeah. And some it obviously <laughs> comedy mm-hmm. at its core derives from some truth. Mm-hmm. So when they're telling these jokes, there is some truth behind it. Be- I, one of my uh, favorite comedians, Paul Burnham, he his standups uh, his is basically him like singing and mu- and as a joke. Yeah, but all of his music is basically like about depression and anxiety. I right. was I related to that shit because I was like. 
Yeah. Fuck, this is this is That's deep. why he has he's fans. Really, because... He's making so much fun with it. I was right. Like, this is fucking great. Exactly. Yeah, I think so too. And that's why I've felt so um related to B- uh, Bill Burr is because especially just how he handles mm-hmm. his criticisms and what he <laughs> he's just a one word badass. Yeah. He's always I mean sure he'll get like angry. But he's collected with what it is he's trying to convey to people. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he has these interviews with people, he never feels the need, I don't think, to um, explain himself. Yeah. Because he doesn't have to. No comedian should have to. Except for Amy uh, Amy Schumer, because she sucks. <laughs> Fuck. She sucks. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. You know, she ma- she, for the she so- stole people's jokes. She steals jokes. And I saw she was a part of the celebrity roast for Charlie Sheen. And on the panel, mm-hmm. um, Steve-O was on it. Yeah. She made fun of Ryan Dunn's death, like Steve-O's friend and Jackass. Oh, my God. To Steve-O. And that was pretty fresh at the time. Yeah. That was uh, like a year or two after he died. Fuck. And you could see oh my Steve-O's God. face when she told the joke. He was like... <laughs> He didn't laugh. He didn't say anything. I was like fucking nope. pissed. I would. I would be like, I'm. Does Steve fucking confront Amy? No, no, no. Fuck. No. He might have said something about her because yeah. everybody gets their turn. But um, yeah, no. That was that. I think is a line you don't really cross. Yeah. But you know, she's a bitch. <laughs> God. That was a joke. That was a- that was a joke. Please, no, please wait. don't cancel us. We're, we're only five, what four or five episodes in. Yeah, we we need we need to live right now. Depending on when I, re- yeah, re- re-listen or when I listen to this again, we'll see if I'll even air this. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, like, so I hope that years to come from now that, mm-hmm. and it's still gonna happen. But I hope that. With comedians, people are let taking them less seriously for mm-hmm. what they say, and this isn't at all to say that nothing or anything that they say should just be like brushed off. Yeah, because some comedians have said some things okay. seriously about you know certain race what was or that? gay people. What was that or guy whatever. from Seinfeld? Kramer. Kramer. Yeah. Fucking Kramer. Did he, said all that career, shit. His career was ruined because of all of his controversy, and it seemed like it was his actual opinion, which yeah. it was. Yeah. So yeah, I, every everybody deserves certain criticism, mm. but when you're trying to tell jokes, and I know that the what is it? It's you can argue that it's it can be hard to tell if yeah. you're joking or not. But like I said, it, it's it's. Everything that they're saying mm-hmm. about that specific subject that you have to watch. Mm-hmm. And you have to also look at their past material to see if... Like, you just have to do your research. Yeah. You have to, like, understand who that person is, what they make fun of, and discern it from there. Not just make baseless assumptions yeah. because uh, because they said one-off joke that offended you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you people just need to, like, really understand what the person is trying to say yeah. first. Yeah. There was a thing with um uh, not that long ago. I, I follow this YouTube channel, JK News, JK Films. Mm-hmm. They had this guest on their like little news thing and it was Amber Liu. She's like a uh singer a Korean person. I don't like some of their guests. Some of their guests are some of the guests is okay. So some they had some good funny guests but yeah, yeah. that's they had um Bobby Lee. Yeah Bobby Lee his, although he's, he's like friends with him. Although him and uh, Joe Rogan, they don't like each other. And really? I like, I like Joe more than Bobby Lee. That's sure. fair. But but anyway, they had this guest, Amber Liu, a while back. And they were looking into a story. And she's from Korea. Yeah. Uh, they were reading into a story about this um, a cop and a, another like shooting, supposedly. Mm-hmm. And she, I forgot what statement she made. But she basically made a statement. And people were upset about what she said. 
I think and, you might have told me about yeah, this, but and sh- but basically, she didn't really understand the full context of like what's going on, right? In the, right. Like in America, so in my and everyone, but everyone wants to like cancel her. Like Joe had to defend what she said. They had to right. take down the episode. Was she? You said she was a K-pop star, or not? I don't think a K-pop star because she doesn't seem like a K-pop star. She, but she is. She's she, a music. She's, she's a, a musician. Okay. Uh, she's a good musician. Uh, and what she said. I don't think she understand the full context of it. No, yeah, especially if you're not living in America or mm-hmm. don't really pay attention to American news. Mm-hmm. I may be wrong. I'm just gonna put that out there, but that's that's was the level I got from because when I watched the video, uh, what she was saying, I didn't like take offense to it at all. Like she was just making it her own opinion on like what she was told about right. that the right. news subject they were talking about. But after what she said, she after her own opinion was given out, she was technically canceled mm-hmm. um, she's still doing good i'm pretty sure but well, yeah. still it's like uh, she wasn't really she didn't really understood the whole like subject matter of it and it's a she was unfortunately like canceled up and like got this whole crowd like mad at her right for a very small opinion it wasn't really that big of a deal what she said mm-hmm. and that's my personal opinion of it uh, what i got from it and i think she, she i just think she didn't deserve it but but when joe had to defend her joe didn't really do it the best way because he started saying like fucking out a bit more outrageous shit based yeah. on like fucking sjw's fuck sjw's fuck you liberal cunts yeah and i was like okay you're not making it any better joe no. i love you you're actually a pretty smart person but i just think he shit. let his emotion get the better yeah <laughs> there was another thing with jk news where it was like um Bart, there was this thing with Bart oh. where a while back he now that's he, a little okay 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 so he he had to explain himself he I saw the video he explained himself so real quick Bart made this joke he made this joke twice so there was a newer one and then he made it a couple years back same joke but it's basically him saying <laughs> how back in military school he stuck him and his friend kind of jumped this kid or this like person in military school yeah, 13 reasons why <laughs> 13 two. reasons why season two him, him where they stick a, umbrella, a, a broom up his butt but it wasn't it wasn't as bad as that one as how he explained it he said he just like you know rub it up a little bit <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh oh jesus Christ. but you know back we're at one battery by the way okay one We'll be good. Uh, but basically, he said that joke a couple years back, and no one noticed it. Like he said the exact same joke, and then he brought it back up again because they had a new guest, and yeah. he, just, he wanted to say stuff to make it outrageous and crazy and right. somewhat funny to her. And, <laughs> and <laughs> I personally thought it was like, oh, shit, that's fucked up. Oh, but I thought it was kind of funny. It's fucked up, but it was kind of funny. Oh, this episode's a mess, dude. Oh, yeah. This is all. We're all over the. Because there's something I wanted to bring up about Onision that I just remembered. But... Okay. Uh, real quick. Uh, but basically, once Fuck. he brought the uh, joke again the second time, people were angry because they thought he basically raped this dude. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. shit. And, but he had to explain to himself, like, uh, this wasn't, like, a big thing that he actually did. Like, uh, he was a bully, and but he didn't, like, actually, like, Sticked up, stuck it up his ass, like, all the way. It's still pretty weird. It's still pretty fucked up. <laughs> he, I mean, it was, mil- I'm, it was back in the day. He was in military school. I do understand, like, in the military, they do hazing. And yeah. they do, like, bu- they do bullying things mm-hmm. and but, superiority stuff. Yeah, but. and he thought, like, he said he made this joke a long time ago. And I guess I didn't. he didn't realize the times of how offensive this would actually be. Because she, right. he didn't know what 13 Reasons Why was. Yeah. Like, he, and... That basically because there's a reason why season two happened, and I, I think a couple months later that fucking Bart thing happened. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this was like terrible timing, terrible terrible oh, timing. Because yeah. that's what I immediately jumped to. Like, yeah. oh, there's thirteen reasons why. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But I personally, he he made up like he made an apology video for yeah. like JK films, and he made a good apology video, and he was. In my personal opinion, I feel like he should be forgiven. For okay, home resonance is playing right now in the <laughs> living room. <laughs> but I don't, okay. Well, I don't think 
what he did is I think what he did is pretty fucked up, but I still think what he said and how he explained it, he did a decent job of do, uh, explaining it. And, oh yeah, and I'm sure now he has regret and he doesn't yeah. feel like he doesn't feel that way of having exerting those kind of behaviors. Yeah. So he, that makes he's sense. A, he has a kid. He 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 yeah. he has his uh, his own business. Right. He's doing pretty good. So I don't think I'm pretty sure this is just a thing of a past to him now. Well, yeah. I mean, he probably doesn't really care either way at this point. Yeah. But I, I do understand why people probably got pissed off and were <laughs> like, "Oh, this is <laughs> a little it's weird, a little, little shady." Yeah, like, oh, we just kind of fucked shit. up, but whatever. I don't know. I mean, it, it it really depends. So that's a whole nother like opinion on like uh, a joke that's either too fucked up, yeah, or like compared to what was his name, the Jew. Well, man. okay, if you're committing, if you're doing a joke at the expense of somebody else's like well-being, mm-hmm. that's a different story. That is a different story because you're actively harming somebody. Mm-hmm. That's the that's different from because you have that versus a. You could consider that a practical joke, mm-hmm. which is harming somebody. Some practical jokes aren't so harmful because yeah. they're just pranks or whatever. But whenever you say when when you have a joke that is physical that could harm somebody versus words that harms people only because they get offended, mm-hmm. and also is literally just conversation, yeah, through through jokes. Well, I mean, not really conversation, but the fact that that is considered, um, what is it? It's executed on the same level of mm-hmm. practical jokes versus, well, these are words. This was actually something physical that mm-hmm. could have harmed that person. Why are we uh, measuring them the same the same way? Yeah. And it really shouldn't be that way to me because... I personally make offensive jokes all the time. This fucking podcast episode is fucking offensive as fuck. It is extremely. So, I I never have a problem with those jokes mm-hmm. because some of them speak truth. Some of them are fucking relatable. Some of them are fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. And some of them are taken too far. But that's what makes it great, Yeah, I think. The fact that we have the ability to do this, the freedom of speech that we have, where we can say whatever we want, unless it's, I mean, anything we do say has consequences. Has consequences. Yes. But, I mean, the theme of this episode is context matters. Yeah. <laughs> context matters. Like this. Yeah. This. You can so... take one phrase from what somebody says, mm-hmm. and that could be really offensive, which is what people do. I do think but... you. But you need to see the whole picture. Yeah, I do think people need to watch what they say, understand what they're saying, like, uh, to, like, really not get themselves into a bad situation. Yeah. yeah. Know what you're trying to say. Uh, like, really think it out. I, I, I do this a lot where I just blurt out words and I don't even, it doesn't even cross my mind. Right. And I ha- and recently I had to get better at doing that where I just had to, like, okay, Am I? Are these words I'm gonna say the right words I want to say right now? Right. Are these the best? I ones think to that's say an everyday situation? struggle in general. Just yeah. not. What is it? Um, not saying the wrong thing to family or friends. Yes. Yeah. Like, you, you need to be careful about what you say because mm-hmm. some of it can words can be harmful. Mm-hmm. But when we're talking specifically about people joking, comedians. Yeah. Even well. I'm just going to say specifically comedians, you need to understand they're saying about a specific person, they're saying jokes. Yeah. But now every day, if you just randomly said to your friend, like, Mm -hmm. you're a fucking loser Mm -hmm. with no context, you just say that, then that's that's different. That's fucked up. Uh, Like, comedians have to, like... Uh, write down the material and get it ready. Like they yeah. do the same material over and over at different right. places. And they know what they're doing. Yeah, they know that they're good at the job. They're executing prop- uh, their joke properly. Right. So they understand that what they need to say is what they're gonna say is right for this sort of crowd. Right. And right for his. Sometimes like, it's not. Brand. Which I mean, I mean, 
that happens all the time for yeah them it happens they have certain venues but i mean they're still gonna tell mm. the jokes like uh this david so uh he he's a stand-up comedian sometimes and he, he said this he told this story where he was like he went to a stand-up comedy club and told this like his act and he he did really well like it, it did a good job at the at the stand-up comedy club yeah and but he went to a college uh, place, like a college show, mm-hmm. and no one, he, not many people laughed. So there's obviously like different, different sort of crowd, different crowd. Like because comedian, co- comedy clubs are totally different compared to like colleges. Oh, yeah. nowadays. Well, I mean, obviously, like you're going to a comedy club, the people who are going are expecting, yeah, and probably not novices mm-hmm. when it comes to that kind of com- com- like just comedy. Yeah, but if you go to a college. <laughs> A lot of colleges nowadays are really sensitive and um, inclusive towards people who are sensitive. Yeah, <laughs> sensitive. That's it, that's all I can say about it. Yeah, it's like sort of like had to you had to know your crowd, like who you're dealing with. Yeah. Like oh, he, yeah. he ended up just having to do like uh, taking questions instead because the the comedy wasn't going that well uh, with the, that the crowd. That it had to turn that way. Mm-hmm. He should just well. He had to save the show, basically. He well, the thing is, though, in my opinion, with that stuff, if you're going on a set, and sure, if if you're bombing it with the crowd, mm-hmm. try to switch it up, mm-hmm. but do not cater to them. <laughs> Don't cater to them. <laughs> Never cater to because, them. Because yeah, usually when he sticks to your guns. Usually when he <laughs> does college uh, shows, or like even J.K. or other people who go to colleges and do shows, they usually. Try to inspire them or motivate them. Sure. In typical manners, but they but what was his, do what was his intention bad. going in to just tell jokes? Uh, his intention was to like talk. Basically, his stick is that he tells his life stories, but he makes it as jokes. Yeah. And uh, and does he he also does like jokes on like other people. Right. Um. So I think he was gonna like basically tell his life story as jokes. Well, basically his typical set. Yeah. So because it's a motive because his jokes is actually like his story is pretty funny and plus also like you like said before relatable mm-hmm. it's kind of motivational a little bit uh, from where he's been and where he's what he's doing now and so he he was gonna basically do that at the college show yeah but he also added like typical other jokes and making fun of other people like I think he made a joke about Michael Jackson Jackson and it was during the time of the whole controversy of the fucking when, documentary when the documentary came yeah. out yeah. And people like he told that joke at a comedy club and people laughed, but he told that joke at a college place and nobody laughed. Yeah, they were pretty which like, is weird yeah. because how it's Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. The guy is a pedophile. I don't know. I don't think you don't think he is. I don't think he is. I I don't think he is. How do you not think he okay, is? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> That's gonna be a whole other episode. But basically, I, me personally, Nicola Culkin hung like, out with him. Uh, when he was a kid. Yeah, but Macaulay Culkin hasn't brought up any, like... Okay, <clears throat> fucking shit. The fucking people who made the documentary are fucking con artists. Okay? <laughs> okay? <laughs> That's how I see it. They they lie. One of the main people, they lied about the shit. Like, and he does, like, fucked up things to uh, other celebrities. Yeah. And my whole thing is, like, why are you bring this up right now when... And you're suing the estate, or basically suing the family for like a shit ton of money. If you really want to fucking like bring this up, you wouldn't have gone after the money. That's my whole stick. Plus, uh, I, me personally, my, there's been a therapist or like a, a, a psychologist yeah. who said Michael Jackson doesn't fit the typical pattern of a pedophile. Sure, they they said that, and he he. Me personally, I think he's fucked up in the head because as a kid, he was he didn't really have a childhood. You, and you know, people these days they have. Well, as a kid, he was abused. He by was his abused, dad. and also like a lot of other people gotten abused by their dads or parents, and they grew up kind of like having a very childlike mind. That's my whole thing. I feel like Michael Jackson just had a very childlike mind, and he was just hanging out with kids because like he just wanted to feel like a kid again. Right. That's but why, that's why I personally think I'm probably gonna get a lot of shit for saying this. <sighs> I've thought of that too. I mean I, I will say like yeah he did want to relive childhood yeah or childlike uh 
actions mm-hmm. or just to like just to be a child again mm-hmm. um and it, it makes sense why he behaves such like such a way mm-hmm. but the thing is he also hung out with a lot of kids yeah a that, lot of that, kids. that it, it doesn't mean, help <laughs> at all like a secret he had a dungeon mm-hmm. basement but he thing. had a, like a little playroom playroom and there was talk that there was like child pornography yeah um i don't know it's it's still it's, it's i don't it's know tough Jesse. like that's why the michael jackson thing is i mean i i personally i have my own opinion like compare it to but... bill cosby bill cosby is like for sure for sure a rapist <laughs> but michael jackson is still like un- unknown <laughs> maybe not as bad as jared fogel i mean that's true Jared Fogel was a fucking, like, basically... The guy was actual pedophile. Not only that, he fucking, like, helped, like, manufacture child pornography. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no. He, so he, the, the man is a man fucking up. monster. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't know. It, it, yeah, we're at one hour. Okay. I think we should... We can... Uh, there was one more thing I wanted to talk right. about. Um, because I wanted to make sure we have enough just in case some of this is too offensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was news that came out today about footage of George Lucas's unaired oh, TV yeah. <laughs> series, unaired Star Wars show called Underworld. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, literally, I don't know, it, it, it was filmed and thought of way before mandalorian before it was during like or probably after Mm -hmm. the prequel series and jesus christ there there's 10 minutes of footage and it looks like um and this article describes it this way Mm -hmm. a cross between attack of the clones and blade runner and what really fascinated me was I saw the footage, the test footage, and then I saw behind-the-scenes footage. And while they're shooting the scene, literally all around these people, and these actors in this show, Mm -hmm. is green screen, but certain, obviously, props and set design is scattered Mm -hmm. in this giant green screen room. But while they're filming, they're having the visual effects at the same time as the the actual filming oh, so the people behind the scenes get to see a monitor mm-hmm. which is the actors the physical actors and the visual so they actually effects. get to see like how it's gonna look yeah right while they're filming mm-hmm. it and i thought that blew my mind they were trying to come up with new technology at the time just so that they could integrate both visual effects and filming at the mm-hmm. same fucking time and it looks a little messy only yeah. like in the sense of it looks it looks like like a tv show but it looked mm-hmm. like those early 2000s tv yeah. shows but it's only test footage but it, it it looked really interesting to me only because you don't you don't see i mean i don't think i've ever heard of him making a show is he like, like actually like currently making the show for no, real no no so, so was, it's this was old oh okay it's just now being released but i didn't even hear about this until just now until today and it blew my mind just because i mean and i'll send you a link and anybody i'll send a link i'll put a link in the description of this Mm -hmm. episode but it's really interesting because it's it's during the galactic civil the galactic the galactic civil war yeah and um i don't know it it was just that would would be really cool i would like to see like it's uh, it was uh a 10-minute video posted on Thursday features test footage from the 2010 series showing a mysterious woman wearing robes wandering the lower levels of Coruscant mm. to track down Imperial Star Destroyer plans. Yeah. She's trying to avoid detection by stormtroopers and surveillance droids. So basically, it's, you know, just she's trying to help the rebels. Yeah. There's speculation that she's probably a Jedi or whatever. And I don't know. I just... It looked... I just like seeing that stuff just because we have so much information and knowledge about Star Wars. Yeah. And then we get this, which is maybe, test footage for an old series. Maybe if the fans were, like, good and if strong people, enough. Yeah, if people really wanted to, like... They could greenlit it. I mean, they did that with Deadpool. I, what I do want to see is something more grittier from Star Wars. Something yeah. less... What is it? 
polished. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna be hard with Disney. It is, and I just hope Disney understands mm-hmm. like that HBO with Game of Thrones mm-hmm. did really well. So maybe they'll hopefully make a show, and I'm betting it's gonna happen mm-hmm. where they make a show that's dark. Yeah, I think actually they're dark. gonna. Okay, so. X-Men is now part of the Disney property. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Deadpool is going to be making his th- third movie, I think. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting. But yeah. <laughs> he said, uh, you know, Ryan said like he didn't want to do he, a third movie. He just wanted to do like two movies. But money. Yeah, but money. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see if they could do a rated R Disney Deadpool. <laughs> like oh, that's going to be man. a fucking huge joke in that movie if they do yeah. that. Oh, I would yeah. fucking, fucking use that. A lot. <laughs> are there any Disney movies that are rated R? Any? I can't. Name I can't any. think of any. I can't think of any. There's pretty some. There's some sad movies for sure. Yeah, and some of them are PG-13, mm-hmm. but not rated R. Yeah. So, it might be difficult with Star Wars that they would not. <laughs> fucking the the. So I want them to. I I you heard about the whole Star Wars Clone Wars season seven's coming out? Yeah, that's only be the last season. That's only gonna do that release that one season, and that it's it. It's gonna be a good season. Though. It's gonna be a good season. It's supposed to cross over with the Re- Re- Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. So I'm kind of excited to see what the fuck's gonna happen because I want to know what the fuck happened to Ahsoka after before Rebels. I don't know. I mean, we know we know what happens to her. She doesn't die. She doesn't die. But where the fuck did she go? <laughs> Where does she go? That's that's yeah. The, that's the thing. Where does um fuck? What's I don't know. Just no. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Omit that. Where are you at now? A minute and five. Okay. A minute. An hour and an five hour minutes. and five. <laughs> and I have to piss. So we're gonna end it right here. We'll see if this actually gets aired. This might have to be cut out a lot. You should, probably, you should probably put, record a like a explicit warning, like saying, "Like, hey guys, just to let you know, yeah, we'll probably this could be that. pretty offensive." We will probably do that. So I really want to release it though because I feel like this was a pretty good one. Well, I'll I might send it to some people before just just to see what they think. <laughs> I don't know. This was a mess. Yeah, sort of. Granted, I was not sober, but anyway. I think that will do it for this episode. Yes. Thank you for tuning Thank in. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Hopefully you learned something or it was somewhat insightful. Anyway. And if we somehow offended you, please don't cancel us. Don't cancel us. We need we need to live. Yeah, we this is our uh we we quit our day jobs. This is <laughs> <laughs> just, just kidding. So yeah. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Also, uh I might cut this part out, mm-hmm. but I'm just, this is our outro. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> Please share this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, if you would follow our Instagram, follow our Twitter, follow yes, our uh, Facebook, we need more followers, YouTube, and if you could send some donations. Yeah. I mean, we have a, we'll have a link, and yeah. you don't have to. If you do, we'll we'll continue the show mm-hmm. regardless. Yeah. If you but, like if you like this podcast, if you like this episode, please share with your friends. Yeah. I'm, if anything helps we're trying to up the quality so Mm -hmm. we can continue these and also if you have any critiques or comments about this week's episode Mm -hmm. say something say whatever you want because i think what we just said is way yeah Uh, we we will not maybe we will not judge (laughs) because i'm sure sure we'll be be, we'll be judged but anyway thanks for tuning in we're signing off see you guys have a good one Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please share it around. If you dislike this week's episode, please share it around. We'll see you next episode where we discuss relationships and how to maintain healthy connections. Thanks again.